Let's face it, healthcare marketing is different than marketing for other industries. But many of us also commonly complain that our efforts are 10 years behind everyone else. And over the last decade, we have seen advancements in marketing technology, introductions of new channels, and an increased focus on shifting our efforts to be more patient-centric. Yet still, we find ourselves being unable to shift away from being tactical to becoming more strategic. Does this represent a fundamental problem with healthcare marketing? And when health systems responded to the COVID-19 pandemic, many of them shifted away from marketing efforts to become almost exclusively focused on crisis communications. Realizing the financial impact that their organizations will incur in responding to the pandemic, many more organizations began to critically look at the ROI of their marketing and have even begun furloughing their marketing teams in an effort to remain fiscally solvent. What does the future of healthcare marketing even look like? Welcome to the new normal. Conversations about the future of healthcare from Touchpoint Media. Through interviews with leading industry experts, this program explores how the current public health crisis is forcing our industry to transform and change. In this episode, I speak with Jackie Martin, principal and owner of Branch Strategy. Jackie works with healthcare, e-commerce, oil and gas, and biopharmaceutical companies to create customer-first digital experiences. She helps marketing leaders identify the ideal vision, create actionable roadmaps, and pick the best technology solution to confidently meet their business goals. Listen in as we discuss how healthcare marketing should change in a post-COVID-19 world. So Jackie, we've been working with hospitals and health systems, both inside and outside, for a very long time. And I think it's safe to say that in general, there's some... In- systemic challenges that health systems have had even prior to this pandemic in their marketing communications teams around things like strategy and staffing and et cetera. Absolutely. There's anything from internal politics, you know, just trying to keep the loudest people happy to very old data issues that have never been resolved, or even the positioning of the marketing and communications team within the hospital. Where are they? How are they receiving goals? How are they supporting the goals of the hospital? All of those have long been issues, you know, as as we've worked in this industry. I also noticed that there's a little bit of a tension between marketing and communications, mainly because I think marketing arose out of the communications role. So marketing has always been sort of the late entrant into this space. And many of the people that were leading marketing departments and marketing strategies within hospitals come from a communications background. Again, there's just internal issues that are hard to deal with on a day-to-day basis. And especially when 20 years ago, digital marketing came out of, hey, we, sh- we need a website. It did come out of communications. And then it started to evolve to be much more patient first, where you would have to be responding to patients in a way that communications never did have to do that. And so there was this weird sister relationship between the two different roles that has continued to plague a lot of hospital systems. The word plague does not, is not lost on me. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you probably lived it. And there's been such a focus over the last couple of years around, well, how do we measure our marketing? How do we drive patient acquisition, driving heads and beds? I mean, I've even heard those terms being said all the time. And that's really the shift where people were really trying to adopt traditional marketing outside of hospitals and health systems into the hospital and health system space. It's interesting because as we are looking at this post-coronavirus COVID-19 world, we fast forwarded 
five years. From a consumer standpoint, we've fast forwarded how savvy consumers are now going to be. And so we were lagging before, and now we're going to be lagging even more. I saw that as we shifted when the pandemic hit, it suddenly was this big shift towards communication style, crisis communications kind of activity. And it's almost like all the marketing stuff was just put on hold for a little bit. Now, as we start to think about what will life look like in future in the so-called new normal, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, do you think that the strategies are going to be able to shift back that quickly? No, I mean, we lived through 9-11 and look at the, the long lasting legacy of the impact of that on the airline industry. It never went back to normal. And, you know, now, of course, we have adults that are, we're not alive then, so they don't remember how it was before. But I think healthcare is going to take the same hit that the airlines did in terms of it's changed forever. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. We don't have to walk into this in fear, but we do have to acknowledge that what we did that was effective six months ago, three months ago, is not going to be as effective now. And we, we need to be willing to accept that. And I think that's a hard, it's a hard thing. It's a hard thing for everybody. You know, we are in the midst of this storm right now where me and you are probably what, we're five and a half weeks or so into, into being homebound. And so this is a brand new thing for everybody. The very first thing is we have to agree that it is different and that's, that's okay. So there's not going to be this magic date in the future where suddenly, okay, now we're back to driving people into uh, our bariatric surgeries and our weight loss programs and all those other things. Certainly, there's been this latency of people that need healthcare, long-term care through our health systems or whatever that we need to address and we need to make sure there's continuity of care. But where do you see the shifts that's going to happen in that marketing communications in terms of strategy? What, where are we going to go? There's two key areas I, I see change. I think one is internal and then the other is external. So patients are different now. It is, it's so interesting. I had a usability study I was supposed to be doing on site uh, with a hospital system and we ended up shifting it online, which I mean, walking 65 to 75 year olds through using GoToMeeting and sharing screens for the first time, it was, it was interesting. But the shift that I heard in talking to them over the last few weeks has been, I don't go to a hospital right now to get well. If I have to go to the hospital, I'm going to get sick. So I'm going to avoid it. And so all of a sudden, it's reformatting our brains. And it's hitting every single generation from my kindergartner who's upset that he doesn't get to go to school right now and see his friends all the way to that 65, 75-year-old who, again, they're shifting the way that they are seeing hospitals and seeing care. That consumer behavior is, is it's that shift is here. In part, we're kind of, we, we, we've kind of enforced it upon them because when the COVID response occurred, our health systems were prepared to see those patients at, you know, at least at that capacity. And, and so what we did is we were kind of saying to them, check your symptoms at home and take care of yourself at home. And only if you get to be really, really sick, would you, you know, reach out to us and then maybe you can come in. And, and part of that was to help flatten the curve. And I, I appreciate that the changes in the consumer mentality may change rapidly to become like, again, going back to what hospitals and health systems were at the very beginning of all of this, back when they were created, like in the 1800s, were the places where people go that are really, really sick. And we want to avoid them. Right. And it was, it kind of shocked me, right, with this attitude of here we are in the middle of this, and this is their reaction. And so, and these are people with a lot of with chronic medical conditions, um, but they acknowledge their vulnerability 
But at the same time, what's amazing about it is that I am able to connect with them as a consultant, as a representative of this health system while they're in their living room. Whoa. Okay. So now all of this is shifting because this could be somebody that never would have hopped on a go-to meeting and talked to somebody about healthcare, but here they are and they're doing it. And a lot of them were pretty excited about that. Like I got a couple, Hey, I'm going to brag to my grandkids, you know, that I'm, I'm able to do this. I was even doing grocery pickup the other day. And there was a sweet old lady who had gone online for the first time to submit her grocery order, but she just didn't know to hit the buy button. So she had her order on her phone, but she never had followed through with it. So all of a sudden, folks are being pushed to do things that, again, we're fast forwarding five years where they are interacting in a digital way that they never, ever would have thought that they would have done three months ago. And so that's that external change in consumer behavior that I think as hospital marketers, we have to acknowledge and we have to move and shift with it. We are basically have forced people to become digital health denizens, so to speak. We kind of foisted digital onto everybody. Everybody's working from home now. Well, not everybody. There's a lot of very essential workers that are not working from home. But you know, many of us are working from home. Many of us are now having to do things like you said, like getting our groceries ordered digitally instead of going into the stores, teaching at home, having happy hours with our friends and connecting with our family members and teaching our parents to use Zoom for the first time, right? I mean, these are all things that are now part of our lexicon. I even see television, the reporters, the news reporters, the late night talk show hosts, they're they're all using digital now in, in the ways that we're using digital. And that that kind of has really dramatically shifted our, our perspective of like digital is something that's now a valid channel, albeit it's a little clunky. We know that we're going to have kind of grainy video when we do Zoom calls and we're not going to get the best quality, but I think we've come to accept that as something that we go forward. So as we look at this then on the other side, which is internal, there's a lot of impact from maybe a staffing standpoint. We may be reorganizing with our existing employees, but we're going to be reorganizing folks to focus on in different areas. How do we manage these new expectations and experiences and demands on the consumer side with kind of an internal upheaval that's coming from a lot of the economic shift. And so there's two things, those external and internal, and the way that we get through this is going to be really important to ensure that we can manage both those consumer expectations and then the changes there. And I do think the answer is in shifting to be much more organized and strategic in how we run our marketing teams. Uh Uh-oh. And I only say, uh uh-oh, because I think about what our current state was or is. I would agree with you, right? We need to be more strategic. We need to understand our customers that much more better. But do you really think that, let's just talk about our staffing. Do you think that the right people are there currently in these roles to be able to do that? Because there's been so, so much historical challenges getting us there. Of course, my, my background is helping marketers uh, understand and implement technologies to meet their goals, right? So I, I come in to fill this gap and I, I would have a lot of clients who say, well, I'm on the marketing. I don't have to, I don't have to understand this. And so I think it's changed. I think that that's no longer valid. Being able to know what your data is doing, what the technology, what gaps those are filling, to be able to prioritize initiatives based on the needs of your consumers, to actually know the needs of your consumers in your area and not just copy what another health system is doing. 
all of these things are going to be now brought under a spotlight because when you cut the fat and you increase that demand, it is going to have to change the way that we do our jobs. And with the shift in, in, in consumer expectations, that shift is going to have to happen. And so I think that we have smart people, but they're going to have to really step up to the plate and understand how these things work, understand how they're connected and help drive their strategy, not let their vendors drive their strategy. I used to say that if you don't know how to measure as a marketer, that's okay. Don't worry because your successor will know how to measure. But now it's almost like we, we're kind of saying for the future of where we're going, if you don't really truly understand the data and analytics, draw insights and what your customers need and want, the next person will, will come in to help with that. And I'm curious about, like you said, you know, relying on external partners and vendors, because we do that. There's a fair share of, of that insourcing, outsourcing kind of going on here. Where do you see that to be in the future? I do see it shifting. And I, I, again, I think it's not, it was already happening. We were seeing the increase of people getting away from being employed by companies and doing more in the gig economy or freelance, freelancer work. All of those things were already increasing. And I think we're going to see that increasing even more, which when used correctly can really help us do our jobs better. And I think what that looks like is, you know, we may cut our team by 25% or we may have to not fill an, an open position if we lose it or whatever that might look like. But the good thing is, is that we can hire project-based work or even uh, subcontract out tasks and different, you know, different things that we have to get done that maybe normally we, we didn't. And I, I, I think we're going to see it's going to be better. You know, we can easily just get real top heavy, um, meeting heavy, all these things where we just move so slow. But when you have, when you're managing your workforce from a more project and task-based type work, that can actually be a lot better and easier, but it's going to really shift the way that we work where we're not going to have, we're not going to have that flexibility to go out and spend $500,000 on a new partnership uh, vendor bill that kind of exists over here, is not really connected. It's created a lot more technical debt. I mean, all that is going to be the fat that's going to have to be cut. So is it like a move towards where we hire very super, super specialized people that can do very specific things like, you know, a, a social media advertising expert and a, a person that, you know, is really good about doing usability uh, around forms and that sort of thing? Is that kind of what you're thinking of? Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot more fractured, but it's going to put the responsibility of managing that onto the marketing team that's employed by the hospital. So all of a sudden you're going to see a shift in how we work where now my job, instead of executing a lot of it is going to be spent managing the people and driving to the right outcomes for our team. Even though my team might be very, you know, made up of either different agencies of their different technologies, freelancers. I think we can see that shift happening where that gig economy starts to hit a lot more. And we just fast forwarded five years to get there much faster because those trends were already pushing us there. Um, and I can really see that role where you have to start to become more strategic because you are managing a lot more people, a lot more things, a lot more pieces and that and and we know our hospital marketers are already managing a lot and so i just see that increasing as we're expected to do more more with less 
Talk about being meeting heavy. I could see that suddenly if you're a marketer that's sitting in a, in a health system right now thinking about what the future state will be, suddenly they're like going, what, what? Now I have to do all this as well? And as you talk about like this going to a gig economy, I get the intention of that, right? These project-based workers that can actually come in, be deployed, and kind of come out or what have you. The other thing when you say that I think about is, are we going to have an economy where the gig worker is actually stable? Because, you know, when you look at what else is happening, we're not in a, healthcare is not in a vacuum, right? Uh, we're we're facing you know huge unemployment rates here in the United States that they say that the gig economy worker probably won't be able to sustain themselves in the future state. I mean, I, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But I was, you know, I was looking at uh, the health of agencies, and right now some experts are estimating about a thirty percent of of marketing agencies shutting their doors over this, and so you're going to see an influx of qualified people, you know, that are now unemployed. And so, yeah, I do think that with anything, we're going to see the opportunity for the consultants, for the agencies, for the technology platforms that are, are really good. Those are the ones that are going to thrive in this and can come in and partner with hospitals to tackle some of these hard issues. Whereas before, there was just, again, there was just a lot of, a, a lot of fat in, in the world. We've all, you know, we've seen it. We've experienced that. And so on one hand, it's going to be pretty devastating for folks that are in these positions. But at the same time, the ones that are really great, those ones are going to be floating up to the top. So there's a lot of opportunity here to partner with third-party vendors to fill in these gaps that we can't fill in otherwise and to, to do more with less, where instead of just going out and doing a new site redesign because it's been five years and we're tired of it, let's get in and do usability testing. Let's do A-B testing. Let's improve what we have. Let's see how this can be made better instead of just going in and kind of doing that more of the same. You're kind of pivoting to another topic that is related to this, which is not having to reinvent the entire wheel, not like just saying, oh, great, now we have to redo our entire website, etc. It's it's like looking at very specific experiences and being able to understand how to make those experiences that much better. I think that digital in the future state is going to also be significantly changed, not only because of what we talked about before, right? We have now these new digital natives or, well, there won't be natives, but right, but new people that we're forcing into the digital space and they're going to be turning to our websites. They're going to be turning to our social medias as ways to engage with their care, ways to you know connect to their care and actually deliver care. And so that puts on us as digital experts, as marketing experts, uh, a heavier burden on understanding those experiences better. So we have, I think, a tendency to get impressed with the latest, you know, maybe it's a, a, a new platform or an add-on. We can throw in 3D wayfinding onto, onto a website with our hospital or whatever, you know, fancy thing. And what, what we end up doing is kind of piecing together this con- conglomerate of technology to create our digital experience. Again, as consumer expectations are shifting, I think we have to start looking backwards and saying, wait a second, this, this can be done a lot better. That doesn't, it's not, the answer is not going out and buying something else or going out and building something else. It's improving with what I, what I have. One thing that I am so passionate about is that a hospital is not the hero of the story. 
the consumer is. We are the guide that helps them get what they want. And that what they want is not finding information on our website. It's not having a good surgery. What they want is on their personal side, which is I want to be able to go play with my grandkids, not have a hip replacement. My goal is on the outside of this of, of my healthcare. It's over in my personal life where my goal is to have no regrets with my the birth of my second child like I did with my first, where I felt pressured into a C-section. You know, maybe that's what my goal is. Or my goal is to have my mom successfully come home after, you know, a reaction to her diabetes medication so we can celebrate Christmas together this year. That's my goal as a consumer. And so how can a hospital guide me to my goal, not be the hero, not be the, you know, U.S. <laughs> News and World Report ranked or we're going after our $140 million fundraising effort. Will you donate to us? I mean, all these things that we're hit with once we start engaging with a hospital system. And so we have to be able to make that shift. And I think by looking backwards, we can do so much more with what we have just by optimizing, you know, our information architecture, our copywriting, the integration points between different systems, how we can connect somebody into my chart and then have them come back to an unverified state, all of these different ways that we can start to do a lot better things with what we already have. And that's where we're going to see, I think, a lot of successes come out of this current environment. What you're describing here is a, a new type of digital marketer. It's almost like we could drop the word marketer now, right? It's a digital specialist or a digital expert because this is now taking it outside of the marketing suite entirely. I always believe that marketing should be the purveyor and understander of your consumers' needs and their interests and their wants and their desires. And I think that that's what marketing's noble purpose is. I almost call that the big M marketing, right? Is like, that's what you need to be doing. But the person now that's, that's developing these digital strategies, you're talking about experiences now that expand way past marketing, expand even way past experience. You're talking now operational, clinical, developing those experiences. Is that kind of what, what you feel the future will be? I think marketing as a discipline really comes down to just creating positive consumer experiences. And, it, and marketing has to start to float between all of the different sections because it is not able to do what it's being asked to do with the limitations that have been put on it. It's crazy. We will spend months arguing, where does spine surgery exist? <laughs> like, should we put that, you know, in neuro or right. ortho? Like, and so all of a sudden marketing is at this place that they shouldn't be. Like they have no business making these kind of decisions, but unfortunately that's the role they play because it matters where it exists on the website. If it's on the website, it's real. For so long, we have had to manage these political relationships. And then, you know, going back to our earlier conversation with communication, like who owns content? What does that look like? But all of a sudden, this digital experience, it, it goes throughout the patient who is looking for information online to their surgery experience, because we want to be supporting that with digital information all the way to the end. Does this start to fundamentally change who we are as marketers and what we're expected to do in our job. And I would argue, yes, because if it's not, then we're not doing it the right way. I love what you're saying. And I also can envision a world then in the future where 
the physician is not driving the marketing decisions. Is that what you're getting at? Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Coming out of this, is it okay for one of our physicians to say, I don't want online scheduling? Are we still having that conversation? Because if we are, we're not going to survive coming out of this because of all of the changes that are taking place. Yeah, I would even position that physicians won't survive if they won't take online scheduling in the future. Yeah. That has to be part of the overall experience as we move forward. So a new different type of marketing professional, uh, one that's focused a lot on digital experience, understanding your customer. How do we get ourselves there? I really think that a marketer has to really do two things. They have to understand who the consumer is. I've always struggled with this a little bit because oftentimes I will be hired to go figure this out, which is always an interesting place to be because in working with, for example, an urgent care client, um, you know, they struggle to define to me as a company, what is urgent care without using the words urgent care. They couldn't, they couldn't define it. And, and, you know, here we are talking to patients on behalf of them and really understanding who, who they are. And it, there was this big disconnect between who they thought they were versus who they were, who they ended up being through the research. And it really was uh, so valuable for them because it enabled them to drive to a solution that matched the, the, the need. And it always shocks me how many times we're unwilling to do that. So we're so focused on getting that tactic. We got to, we got to, you know, get this thing done. Look, I've got, you know, a deadline. We got to get the new site live by February of next year. Yeah, we're just going to skip that and, and make our best guess and then wonder why it fails. So I think the very first part of it is is shifting to be 100%. We always say patient first. You'll hear it in every single conference, but like actually being patient first, which means we have to be meeting the needs of the people who are coming to our hospital. And so what are their needs? What do they care about? How are we going to be able to support that and understanding that now their perception has changed? They're scared to come to my hospital. What can I do to help them with that? Um, And I think that's a really big piece of it. And then the other one is becoming where I manage every single piece that's happening as part of a strategic roadmap to get to an ideal vision instead of just looking at tactics. And that is a maturity step. Think of the 20-year-old you know that's just making poor life decisions. (laughs) And you think they're so short-sighted. They don't see how what they do affects their future. Well, the same thing is for a marketer who only does short-term tactics. It's immature, right? We, it's not wise. We have to see how every single small thing we do affects our overall goal and vision and what consumers are trying, you know, what we are trying to get them to accomplish. That person has to really start to care and make what their, their patients and consumers want their number one priority and advocate for that. If we look at what you're saying, Jackie, and that really is, you know, what our future state looks like, I think that that would be one positive aspect that maybe that this international public health crisis has done. It's it's advanced us in all the right ways as marketing professionals, as marketing communications professionals, as digital professionals in the future. There's such an opportunity to meet this new consumer expectation in a creative way. We're seeing it everywhere. My neighborhood restaurant who all of a sudden now has pivoted to doing curbside and offering creative ways to get people, you know, make your own hamburger to go packs and like all these things. So it's like if your local taco truck can just 
do really awesome short-term shifts, we can do it too. And so I would just encourage folks to start to think this way and position yourself and your team. And you would be surprised with how creative we can be with such rapid changes. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. It was fun, Chris. Thanks for having me. It's clear the role of healthcare marketing is being forced to change, as is every other part of the healthcare industry. We need to truly embrace digital and marketing strategies to gain a deeper understanding of the customer and build engaging experiences that extend well past the marketing suite. And traditionally, we still face systemic internal challenges in positioning marketing differently in our organizations. Couple that with the pressure to do more with less and do it more effectively and strategically, we are left to wonder, do we have the right talent and fortitude to transform healthcare marketing? You've been listening to The New Normal, conversations about the future of healthcare from Touchpoint Media. If you enjoyed today's program, please take a moment to rate and review the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you downloaded this show. The music from this program is called I Dunno by Grapes and is a royalty-free download available on ccmixter.org. And to find out more about Touchpoint Media, please visit us online at touchpoint.health. 